welcome in to Battle Creek Middle School for the second day, the championship day, rather, for the Murray County Final Four. And we're going to have some great basketball for you here today, about 17 minutes until tip-off of Battle Creek in Santa Fe. I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Chris Pointer. And uh, we are really excited. Our second day here. Chris, uh, just how important is, is today to Murray County Public Schools and, and to what you do? Man, it's, it's super important in so many different ways. I mean, these, these teams have been working hard all year long. Some of these teams have been working since this summer, trying to prepare for this day, trying to compete for this day, trying to put themselves in position for this day. Uh, these kids have been committed. These coaches have been committed. They put in long hours, extremely long hours, a lot, a lot of commitment. Some have suffered injuries. Some are back from injuries. And just a lot of different things, man. And for, for sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, you know, and for a lot of them, this, these are memories. Got a lot of people in the stands. The stands is filling up already. And it's just huge to our school district. We're utilizing athletics as the backdrop to showcase Murray County Public Schools, and that's what we're doing today. And, and I'm excited to see these both these teams on full display. I'm excited to see what Santa Fe is bringing to the table. I'm excited to see Battle Creek. Both teams are well coached. Both teams have what you would consider high-profile players, name players that in many different ways are probably going to step up big in big moments. And I'm just excited to see what comes uh, comes of it. Uh, I don't have a bold prediction of any team. I guess the team who wins is the team who's going to win. But I think it's going to be exciting nonetheless. And uh, I'm just excited to call the game and right alongside you and uh, cheer on both of these teams. So exciting times. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be a really good matchup. You know, we saw on uh, Thursday night Kendall Massey, who's really one of the star players for Santa Fe, uh, kind of collide at going after a loose ball with one of the players from Whitthorn and uh, busted an eyebrow open, and she ended up not being able to come back and play in that game, had some stitches. And uh, but she is warming up right now. It's going to be interesting to see if she's going to play tonight. But uh, Battle Creek definitely going to have the size advantage. I think Kendall Burton, uh, a really good big Chloe girl, Burton. Chloe, Chloe Burton, Chloe Burton really yeah. good, really good big girl down low can can make some things happen for them. Only a seventh grader, and Battle Creek's coming out right now. But going to be a really really interesting matchup. They really put it on Hampshire yesterday, and. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if Santa Fe can, can keep up. I think they can. Yeah, I think uh, Santa Fe was showed against Withorn, which in, in a lot of similarities and size-wise uh, to Battle Creek Middle School had a lot of long girls, a lot of tall girls. And Santa Fe came out in a nice defensive set that packed in the middle uh, and forced Withorn to shoot it from the outside. And one of the advantages that Santa Fe has over probably any of the girls' teams across our district is they have two uh, young ladies uh, who can shoot it from the outside. And that, that stretches your defense and allows their guards to be a little bit more athletic and get more high-quality shots. And it puts a lot of pressure on the defense. So I anticipate something very similar to that uh, was from Santa Fe against Battle Creek today is going to force them to try to make outside shots. Because the one thing that Battle Creek has been able to do and have shown that they can do better than anybody in, in, in our district right now is that if you miss a shot, they're getting the rebound and they're putting it back up. They are the best at second, third, and fourth second shots. And they showed it, you know, in the large school tournament. They showed it all season. They showed it in the Final Four. And I'm sure they're going to try to take advantage of those mistakes if Santa Fe isn't disciplined enough to box out and, and, and you know, get up the shot but before Santa Fe gets the rebound and put it back up. There you go. We've got about 14 minutes to go until tip-off between Battle Creek and Santa Fe. Going to be a really interesting matchup. We're going to take a quick timeout and rejoin you in just one moment.
One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back into Battle Creek Middle School. Just over 12 minutes to go until first tip here at Battle Creek. In Spring Hill, Tennessee, I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Chris Pointer, coming to you live on WKOM 101.7 FM. And uh, we've got a really exciting day of basketball here. In our first matchup, we've got Battle Creek Girls against the Santa Fe Lady Wildcats. And then in our second one, uh, personally, that I'm really excited for is going to be Whitthorn Middle School uh, at Spring Hill Middle School, two teams that uh, uh, looked really, really good yesterday. Spring Hill with a close win against a really good Mount Pleasant team and uh, Whitthorn with a really, really dominant 55-9 victory over uh, Santa Fe boys. So it's going to be really interesting to see what those two teams do. But first of all, we've got this one, which is going to be a really, really good matchup. Yeah, I mean, I think both teams, again, like we mentioned earlier before the break, are going to be ready and prepared. This is an exciting time. I think we try to do a very good job at Murray County Public Schools of trying to dial it up. And what I mean by dial it up, just try to bring the excitement. We try to make the communities excited. We make the, the students excited and just preparing them for the next level in high school. And if these kids are loving it at this level, we're excited and hopeful that they'll play in high school wherever they decide to go play it and that they're excited about playing it at the next level. So really trying to grow the sport, grow the game with fun, but really with great, intense competition. And I think both teams are going to bring that. Had a chance to to talk to both coaches, and both coaches are thrilled. They're excited. They've enjoyed the format. They've enjoyed the competition. And it's been ready to play. One of the things that I am truly appreciative of is, is Santa Fe Unit School's head basketball coach. You know, when I when I spoke to him, you know, he was excited about playing the game. You know, doesn't matter what size of the school, doesn't matter that they were a smaller school. He doesn't even look at it like that. He's a veteran coach. He's coached for multiple years. Uh, you know, kind of a transplant has landed and kind of moved into Santa Fe and really kind of adopted the family and just kind of taking it on as, as as his own. And he's done a great job over the last two years and getting Santa Fe to the point that they're at. And I can truly appreciate that level of competitiveness that he brings to the table because, you know, we, we kind of label schools in our district, or at least they have labeled them. Our unit schools and Mount Pleasant are considered small schools. And all our other standalone schools are considered large schools. But the one thing I can appreciate what that coach said was it didn't matter what size they were. They were going to go out and compete. He was teaching these young people how to compete and compete against the best. And that is one reason why they were successful 
on Monday night against Withorn. They made zero excuses. They went out and played, especially after they lost their best player. They gritted their teeth. He coached them up, and they were ready to play. And I appreciated seeing that fight and that fire in, in Santa Fe Union School. And I expect nothing less than that uh, at today's game going up against the large school number one seed and the small school number one seed are going to compete head-to-head today for the overall county championship. Yeah, and you saw uh, early in that Santa Fe Whitthorn game, uh, you know, there was a there was a certain game plan that they were coming in there with, as Santa Fe was, and uh, that was to get shots up and with Kendall Massey and Addison Prince controlling the basketball, Kendall uh, bringing it up the floor and, and really creating some offense for them. But after we saw her go down and out of the game, uh, you saw them switch it up a little bit. You know, it was Addison Prince that was bringing the ball up for uh, the Santa Fe Wildcats, and she'd kind of uh, drive to the left side more often than not and uh, try to draw a foul, and it really, really worked against the Whitthorn defense. Uh, you know, a lot of fouls were drawn in that one, and Addison Prince got to the line. Uh, multiple, multiple times throughout that game and hit shots from the free throw line. That was ultimately what the difference was in that basketball game was the free throw shots. Uh, and, you know, it, it was a, just a really good switch up there from, from Santa Fe. And I think you bring up something interesting that I didn't think about at first, but you talked about Addison Prince. I mean, Addison Prince here is a seventh grader who really has kind of been a tandem duo with, with Kendall Massey, but really for the first time, really had to carry the load for Santa Fe, which is something that she's going to have to do a lot of next year. And we were able to get a glimpse of what she's fully capable of doing when Kendall went down uh, during the game uh, uh, on, on Thursday. So I, I fully expect that she that Prince is ready to take on the load if Kendall doesn't play today. But I'm sure she's ready to play the role that she's used to being played uh, if Kendall does come back. I do think we're going to see more Prince, a lot more of her than we have seen uh, because, you know, it's still 50-50 out there whether or not Kendall's going to play or how long she's going to play or how many minutes the coach is going to use her. So exciting times and exciting game. Uh, and I, I'm just ecstatic for, for Murray County Public Schools and, and being able to put these athletic contests on, the, on this backdrop. The crowd is already the size it was on Thursday night. It's going to be a good one. Battle Creek and Santa Fe coming up in about seven minutes. Stick with us. WKOM 101.7. We'll be right back after this. This is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. At CSH, we know the sport of basketball builds discipline, character, and work ethic, three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured. That is why CSH supports all Murray County basketball teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know basketball builds ladies and men that make a difference. Let's go. 
Hi, I'm Julie Beck, and I want you to know about the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. It was formed in 2021 by a group of Columbians who had a dream of bringing a Miracle League baseball field and an all-inclusive playground here for individuals with disabilities. All the pieces are in place to make this project happen, and now we just need you. Check us out and connect with us on how you can be involved. Our website is www.columbiamiracleleague.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. The Front Porch Sports Game of the Week, presented by Murray County Public Schools, sponsored by Parks Motor Sales, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems, Inc., Tin Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram & Fiat, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental Care, CSH Incorporated, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Mart, Davis Heating and Air, Sands Fence Company, Baird Financial, First Farmers Bank, The Garbage Man, LLC, Caledonian Financial, Oasis Liquors, McDonald's of Murray County, Game Time Athletic Fields, Line by Line, LLC, Manuel Young State Farm Insurance, Fast Stop Markets, and Miracle League of Columbia. And welcome back into Battle Creek Middle School. About four minutes to go until tip-off between the ladies of Battle Creek and the ladies of Santa Fe. Uh, I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Chris Pointer here at Battle Creek Middle School in Spring Hill, Tennessee. And we've got a really good matchup coming up for you in just a moment, but we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the matchup that's coming up after this one, uh, which is going to be the the boys of Spring Hill Middle School and Whitthorn Middle School, two teams that uh, a lot of athleticism, a lot of speed, a lot of talent on both sides uh, in a game that's really sparking my interest. I know it's sparking your interest, Mr. Pointer. Uh, and what what you got to say about that one? Man, it's, it is a rematch of rematches. Whitthorn beat Spring Hill Middle School in the large school championship by a game-winning shot. And you should have seen the crowd erupt. There was energy from tip-off. There was energy the entire game as you kind of watch them compete. You kind of watch them play. And I'm just telling you, exciting times are ahead of us for this boys matchup. And, again, I'm looking forward to seeing some of these big-name players that are part of that team grow up, get go through high school and possibly even college. You know, we mentioned uh, last week that Whitthorn probably had probably one of the tallest teams in middle school across the state, or at least top five. I mean, several of their players, oh, six three or better, that are playing, which is which is crazy to think about. You know, in middle school right now, I mean, you got some high school teams that would want that height right now. They'd probably take every last one of those players. So when you look at what Whitthorn brings, and then what you got on the Spring Hill Middle School side, got tremendous outside shooting but then also has a player in the name of Lex Baskin that's probably the best athlete as an eighth grader right now in middle school basketball. And we were able to see him do everything. I mean, he can, you know, he can handle the point. He can shoot it as a two guard. He can pass it. He can play defense. And he steps up in big time moments. And he did on Thursday night making two huge three-pointers with multiple players in his face. Uh, really to kind of help spark Spring Hill Middle School, which later helped lead to the victory. And it's why Spring Hill Middle School will be playing for the championship tonight against Whitthorn uh, Tigers. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a really exciting matchup just after this one between Battle Creek and Santa Fe, and it's just about to get going. I'm sure we're going to hear some starting lineups in just a moment. But, yeah, you mentioned Lex Baskin. I don't think I've ever seen uh, a middle school basketball player with that kind of control over his body. And, you know, he's got some size as well. Almost, I'm sure he's pushing 5'11", 6 foot himself. Uh, and, you know, I, I think I mentioned it to you. I don't remember if it was uh, on the radio or not, but a guy that I played with in high school uh, and played against in middle school basketball was Q Martin. And he's one that uh, really reminded me of Q, uh, who is just an unbelievable talent at Spring Hill Middle School playing basketball and also uh, at Central High School playing basketball and also playing football. So uh, it's going to be a really interesting matchup between Spring Hill Middle and Whitthorn. And Whitthorn, like you said, the, the size that they have, uh, you know, you, you, you automatically gravitate towards talking about R.J. White, uh, number 20 yep. or 14, uh, and he's definitely up there close to 6'3 or 6'4. Actually, they won the game Thursday night, and he ended up going up after in celebration and dunking the basketball after the game was over, which is something you just don't see uh, at the middle school level, and it's really exciting to see that, especially here in Murray County, that talent uh, right here in our, in our backyard, in our neck of the woods. And uh, just a really exciting day of basketball here at Battle Creek. But first off, first off we've got uh, the Battle Creek girls and the Santa Fe Lady, Wildcat, Lady Wildcats just about to tip off here. They're going to their respective benches, and we're about to get some starting lineups about 50 seconds from tip off. Huge thank you real quick before tip off uh, for those who have made this possible. Big thank you to Murray County Public Schools, Murray County Public Schools leadership for believing in this and making this possible. Huge thank you to Chrysler Dodge and Jeep, Strive to Drive, and uh, last and certainly not least, Jones and Lane Sporting Goods, who has sponsored our uh, tournament series. And so after each game, we will we will celebrate each team's victory. We'll have all conference, all tournament teams. We'll have a tournament MVP and trophy presentations at the end of the game. So just excited about. Uh, all of that and excited what this game brings. We're just getting ready for tip-off right here and uh, player announcements. He's absolutely right. Got about 10 seconds to go uh, on the time before the game. Looks like we may have a national anthem being played here. And if that's the case, we're going to take a quick timeout real quick and we'll rejoin you for the starting lineups in just a moment. Hi, I'm Julie Beck, and I want you to know about the Miracle League of Columbia at Murray County Park. It was formed in 2021 by a group of Columbians who had a dream of bringing a Miracle League baseball field and an all-inclusive playground here for individuals with disabilities. All the pieces are in place to make this project happen, and now we just need you. Check us out and connect with us on how you can be involved. Our website is www.columbiamiracleleague.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. If you're on the go and looking for a convenient place to fill up and fuel up, come to Fast Stop Markets. This family-owned chain has locations in Columbia, Centerville, Dixon, Spring Hill, and Lawrenceburg with 14 total locations across Middle and West Tennessee. At Fast Stop, you can expect consistent service that's fast, friendly, and clean, and some of your favorite Southern-inspired foods. And remember, you can get anything in the drive-thru that you can get in the store. Make a stop at Fast Stop today. They're keeping you moving in Tennessee. Go to FastStopMarkets.com to learn more. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. back in to Battle Creek Middle School, the site of the Murray County Final Four Championships today. Here on WKOM 101.7 FM, I'm Lewis Mashland alongside Mr. Chris Pointer. And for our first matchup here today between the Lady Wildcats and the Lady Bears of Battle Creek Middle School, we got the starting lineup starting right now. Starting for the Santa Fe Lady Wildcats, number 12 is Harper Fitzgerald. Number 20 is Addison Prince. Number 21 is Kendall Massey, who was the one who has the stitches on the eyebrow and is playing today, just now confirmed. And number 31 is Saley Marshall. And number 33 is Autumn Crunk. That's your starting lineup for the Santa Fe Lady Wildcats. And now for the Lady Bears of Battle Creek Middle School. And they're going to play some music here as they are the home team of this whole entire thing. Number one seed in the large school division. Starting lineups just about to be named. Number 21 is going to be Kaylin Martin starting for the Lady Bears. Number 23 is Megan Parkinson, one that we've seen Make a lot of baskets on Thursday night. Number 24 is Audrey Woldridge, an eighth grader. Number 31 is Sydney Bratton, really the workhorse of this Battle Creek team, offensively and defensively. And number 33 is Chloe Burton, most definitely the biggest one on the floor for either side. And she is really a force down low. This one's going to be really exciting, Chris. Oh, it's going to be an exciting. And, and as you mentioned earlier, Kendall Massey has decided to play. You know, it's one of those things almost like the Karate Kid when he gets injured and he comes back out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, we're going to see what she's got. It's Wooldridge and Marshall that will be tipping things off for both schools. And we are underway here at Battle Creek Middle School. The tip's controlled by Battle Creek. Chloe Burton with a quick... Breakaway down the floor, a right-handed layup is good, and Battle Creek takes a quick 2-0 lead. Sadison Prince working the ball up the floor for Santa Fe. She passes it over to the right side to Crunk, and then back to Prince at the middle, the top of the key. She works to the left side, goes over to Fitzgerald in the left corner. She puts up a three-pointer. That one's good. Boom, right back that quick. Santa Fe comes right back with a three-pointer. I'm liking how this is starting. Yes, sir, and that's what's going that is where the game is going to put them at. I mean, I think that's the one thing that Santa Fe is going to have an advantage of is those three-pointers. And uh, just like we talked earlier, Battle Creek is better than anybody else at getting second-chance shots, and that's what they just did. Bratton got a second-chance rebound and put it up to score. Yep, she did. Got her own rebound, put it back up, and 
scored the basket. Battle Creek takes the 4-3 lead. First minute gone here in the first quarter. Now Addison Prince driving the lane. That one no good. And it's rebounded by Megan Parkinson of Battle Creek. She's going the other direction, gets it tapped out of her hand, and it'll go out of bounds, but stay with the Bears. 4.57 to go first quarter. 4-3 Battle Creek on top. Sydney Bratton to inbound for the Lady Bears. She puts one up to Megan Parkinson. That shot no good. Actually, that was Kaylin Martin. And the battle for the rebound is controlled by Santa Fe and Fitzgerald. Battle Creek trapping. Gets it over to Kendall Massey, who puts it into the front court to Addison Prince. Prince driving the left side. Gets fouled. No shot. And it will stay on this end of the floor. And let's see if uh, Santa Fe can really work to try to get the bigs of Battle Creek in foul trouble earlier because Santa Fe is a phenomenal free throw shooting team, and that's going to put them at the advantage if they can get them in foul trouble early and get to the line. Massey inbounds to Prince, being worked on by Bratton. Brings it back to the top of the key, resets the offense, kicks it over to Fitzgerald in the corner. Another three-point attempt, no good. That one too strong, rebounded by Martin of Battle Creek. Martin, long pass to Parkinson down low, shot no good, rebound Massey, and she'll be working in the other direction. Gets it across the midcourt stripe. She's being trapped, breaks out of it, goes to Fitzgerald in the left-hand corner, and Fitzgerald will come back to the top and give it off to Prince. Addison Prince being worked on by Braddon, and Santa Fe will call a quick timeout. We'll take our first of the day as well. 4.04 to go, first quarter. Battle Creek on top, 4-3 to over Santa Fe. We'll be right back after this. If you're on the go and looking for a convenient place to fill up and fuel up, come to Fast Stop Markets. This family-owned chain has locations in Columbia, Centerville, Dixon, Spring Hill, and Lawrenceburg with 14 total locations across Middle and West Tennessee. At Fast Stop, you can expect consistent service that's fast, friendly, and clean, and some of your favorite Southern-inspired foods. And remember, you can get anything in the drive-thru that you can get in the store. Make a stop at Fast Stop today. They're keeping you moving in Tennessee. Go to FastStopMarkets.com to learn more. Welcome back in. Santa Fe controlling the basketball. Down by a point. Just under four to play in the first quarter. Addison Prince with a long two shot. Banks in. And Santa Fe retakes the lead coming out of the timeout. 5-4. Sydney Bratton now working the right side of the floor for the Battle Creek Bears. Puts up a shot. No good. Too strong. Woodridge with the rebound. Puts it back up. And that one no good. And now a jump ball called between Santa Fe and and Battle Creek, it was Bratton and Prince fighting for that rebound. Possession going towards Santa Fe. Massey inbounds it to Prince, and she's going to get trapped. And a turnover. The trap works that time. No foul called. I thought he was going to call a foul. Looked like too. a lot of bumping. So, uh, did the, so did the Santa Fe coach. Battle Creek with possession. Bratton inbounds to Kaylin Martin who passes it down low to Woldridge and a fight for this basketball. It's going to be another jump ball. This time going Battle Creek's direction. So it'll stay on this end of the floor. Bratton with the inbound goes to Chloe Burton. An inside pass and she puts it up and good. Really good back and forth early as Battle Creek retakes the lead. This 6-5. to five. 
Now the ball's lost by Prince, and it's picked back up by Bratton of Battle Creek. She passes it off to Kaylin Martin. Martin back to Bratton. She puts it up and good. Biggest lead of the night now, 8-5 in favor of Battle Creek. 2.59 to go first quarter, and another trap, and... Seraph is going to have to do a better job of trying to get out of this press. They are. Uh, Battle Creek is using their length and the size to press them aggressively and uh, trying to create these turnovers. Yeah, Santa Fe needs some help. The trap for Battle Creek is really working. They just turned it over again. It'll be Battle Creek basketball on their own side of the floor. Under the basket, Parkinson inbounds to Chloe Burton. 15-footer, that one hits. And just like that, a five-point lead for Battle Creek, 10-5, with 2.45 to go in the first quarter. And another turnover. Getting real sloppy. It really, is. Really sloppy. Fitzgerald on the inbound pass to Addison Prince, and it goes right through her hands. And Santa Fe's going to take another timeout. He'll take another one as well. 2.42 to go, first quarter. Battle Creek 10, Santa Fe 5. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Welcome back into Battle Creek Middle School where the Lady Bears of Battle Creek have a 10-5 lead over the Lady Wildcats of Santa Fe Middle School. About 2.45 to go in the first quarter here. And Santa, I mean, and Santa Fe is, is a really a great half-court team, but they're not able to get the ball across the court. And uh, Battle Creek is using their length and size to uh, impose their will on Santa Fe. And a foul on a shot here against Megan Parkinson. We'll put her at the line for two shots. Foul's going to go against Saley Marshall of Santa Fe. Quick foul. First shot from Parkinson. That one hits off the back rim. No good. Score remains 10-5. And really a quick turnaround of events just with Battle Creek pressing and, and, and forcing... Uh, Santa Fe to, to showcase whether or not they're able to handle the basketball or not. Yeah, the press is really successful right now, and uh, it proves to be successful again. The press forces Addison Prince into a pass where no one was looking to Crunk going down the floor. It goes out of bounds, and it turns back over to Battle Creek. 11-5, your score, 2.35 to go first quarter. Sydney Bratton controlling for the Lady Bears. She drives into the lane, shot too strong. Rebound, Chloe Burton puts it back up on the left-hand side. That one goes. And Battle Creek extends their lead to eight. And now this one's intercepted. But Sydney Bratton double dribbles, and it'll turn back over to the Lady Wildcats. Fitzgerald to inbound. Gets it out to Prince. Prince being pressed again. She needs some help. She's got three people on her, and she turns it over again. An errant pass. Just some really sloppy play from Santa Fe so far. And this one is saved by Bratton going out of bounds, but not before Kendall Massey of Santa Fe picks it up and is now taking it the other direction. 
Massey crosses the midway stripe, works back towards the middle of the floor, passes it over to Prince, a three ball. That one banks off no good, and it looks like Wooldridge stepped out of bounds trying to save the ball for the rebound, and it'll stay on that side of the floor with Santa Fe. And you can tell Kendall Massey's playing a little timid right now, and, and rightfully so. Not quite herself, not being quite aggressive as we're normally used to seeing her play. And hopefully she can get, you know, kind of shake off the nervousness from, from the injury and be able to come back aggressive because Santa Fe's really going to need her to play at her best and if they're going to stay in this ball game. Foul called on Audrey Wooldridge. Massey to inbound for Santa Fe. Gets it out to Fitzgerald. She puts up a shot no good. Rebounded by Crunk. And that one is ripped away by Sydney Bratton going back the other direction. She's hit from behind by Fitzgerald, and now it's stolen by Bratton once again. She goes behind the back. Really good ball control. Gets it tipped out of her hand. Now she tries to work back and reset. Chloe Burton with a three ball. That one no good. Rebounded by Kayla Martin. Back out to Wardridge. She puts up a shot no good. And it's finally rebounded by Saley Marshall of Santa Fe. But still a fight for the ball, and there's going to be a jump ball called, and it's going to flip back over to Battle Creek. And, and one thing you always kind of get a concern of in games like this, you know, if, if Battle Creek get, gets a huge lead, does Santa Fe continue to keep fighting? And, and I know they got a coach that's going to force them to do so, so we'll see what's going to happen with that. But that Santa Fe is going to have to do a, a great job of getting the ball across half court and setting up their offense. Now under one minute to go first quarter as Fitzgerald loses it out of bounds and another turnover for the Wildcats. They, that's got to be up towards uh, double digits now in the first quarter for turnovers. Sydney Bratton to inbound for the Lady Bears. Gets it to Parkinson. A shot put up. No good. Bank. And Bratton comes in and gets the rebound. And it's going to be another jump ball, this time going the way of the Lady Wildcats. Fitzgerald to inbound. Gets it out to Crunk, and it's too tough for Crunk to handle. Goes off her shoulder and goes out of bounds. Turns it back over to Battle Creek. Kaylin Martin subbed out of the game for number five, Sarah Brothers. Brothers, an eighth grader that adds some length to Battle Creek's team. Almost loses the handle on the ball. Now goes down low to Parkinson. That shot put up no good. Rebound, Wooldridge. She puts it back up and in. And again, that's going to be, that's almost like an Achilles heel. You got to get the second chance rebound. You got to get the rebound. If not, Battle Creek is going to make you pay with that size. And Prince finally draws a foul on the press against Megan Parkinson. And they'll be able to inbound the ball a little farther towards the midway stripe. But the press is really giving Santa Fe some problems. This one tipped down the floor by Parkinson. Ends up in the hands of Saley Marshall, who tries to pivot her foot, and she drags it. Another turnover for Santa Fe. Inbound to Bratton. 30 seconds to go first quarter. 15 to 5 your score. Battle Creek on top of Santa Fe. Bratton works around the left side. Passes down low to Burton. She's triple teamed. Still puts it up and in. Burton being a real force down low. Imposing as Battle Creek takes a 12 point lead. And I don't know what the box score is, but I'm sure Chloe Burton's got 10 of those 17 points right now in the yeah, first she quarter. Does. There's no doubt. Inbound to Autumn Crunk, who works it across the midway stripe. Not usually one that handles the ball. 
Now back out to Prince at the top of the key. She drives right side, loses her balance, and it's taken away by Battle Creek and Parkinson. But time expires as the first quarter started out really back and forth between these two teams ends up in a really good run from Battle Creek Middle School. 17 to 5, your score as we head to the second. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. And welcome back into Battle Creek Middle School. I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Chris Pointer. And we are now headed into the second quarter of action between Battle Creek and Santa Fe in our first matchup here today in the championship. Battle Creek on top, 17 to 5. And they'll have possession coming into the second quarter. Parkinson with an early shot down low. That one no good. It's tipped around and fought for and brought out by Fitzgerald of Santa Fe. And the press is still being worked on, and they finally get it to Prince, and she finally makes it over the midway stripe before losing the ball and goes out of bounds towards Battle Creek. They'll get possession. The, this press is completely taking Santa Fe out of their game, completely out of their game. They're not able to get into a rhythm, and uh, kudos to the Battle Creek for uh, to identifying and recognizing that and, and really kind of keeping the pressure on. Kaylin Martin comes back into the game of the original starters, and Audrey Woldridge comes out. Sydney Bratton working around the left side. She's got to come to a complete stop on that jump stop. Yeah, a travel call and a turnover. A rare one for Battle Creek so far in this game. Kendall Massey now working against the press, gets it across the midway stripe to Addison Prince, working on the right side, and Prince gets fouled. And we'll call it on Sarah Brothers of Battle Creek. I believe that's her first foul. Fitzgerald to inbound for Santa Fe. Prince gets the ball, and it's going to be stolen by Sydney Bratton, who's going to work it back up herself. Bratton works it into the front court, goes around the left side, comes under the basket, tries a reverse layup, does not work. Gets her own rebound. It's tipped around and finally controlled by Chloe Burton back towards the mid point of the court. She'll try and reset the offense. She goes to Parkinson on the right side. Parkinson down low with a shot. No good. It's put back up by Bratton. Actually, Martin no good. And now a fight for the ball. The jump ball. And it'll be Santa Fe basketball. Fitzgerald to inbound for the Lady Wildcats. Gets it out to Crunk, who's now working on Sarah Brothers. Bratton coming up behind her, and it's going to go off of Crunk's knee and back the other direction. Another turnover. It's been the story of the game so far. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many turnovers they got, but they got a lot. They got enough to disrupt them, and Santa Fe's completely lost their identity this game so far. 431 left to go in the second. Let's see if Santa, keep, Santa Fe can find their identity and get back to playing ball like we know that they can play basketball. Bratton puts up a shot, no good. 
Kalen Martin with the rebound, no good. Back up with Parkinson, that shot no good, and it's finally rebounded by Santa Fe and Fitzgerald. Kendall Massey now working against the press, gets it over to Addison Prince across the midway stripe. Prince working back towards the middle of the key, puts up a shot. That one hits, and she's back. Good shot. It's a heck of a shot. And one. And that's good. They've been able to stop the bleeding. She needs to make this, make this free throw right here. You know, cut them down a little bit. Big shot. That was their identity against Whitthorn. They get it into Prince's hand. She drives the lane, put up a shot, get fouled. Even if it didn't go in, she gets to the line. She free throws. And she just did that like time that, and time again, it. yes. 17-8 to eight your score as we tick under four minutes to go in this first half. Sydney Bratton to bring it across the midway point. Pass in the middle to Kaylin Martin. She puts up a bank shot, and that one goes just like that. Battle Creek answers 19 to 8 now. And Prince working against the press. Works it across midcourt. Corralled by Crunk. Crunk looking for somewhere to go, and a foul is going to be called either on Parkinson or Braddon. We'll see who it goes against. Brighton is, is a very aggressive player. She's going to draw a lot of fouls. I remember watching her play in soccer, and she plays aggressive. That's her M.O. And with an aggressive player, they, tendency, they have a tendency to have a lot of fouls. But at the same time, you know, high risk, high reward. And she has a tendency to get a lot of steals, uh, make big plays by being aggressive. So still got to continue to be aggressive and take advantage of that. Shot by Celie Marshall, no good. And Chloe Burton brings it back down the floor. She loses it on her own, out of bounds, and it'll be a turnover for the Bears. I think it's important to note, too, that Chloe Burton is still just a seventh grader. Yeah, it's insane. She's got to have ten points. Or more. Prince working against the press, brings it into the front court. A shot at around the free throw line. Doesn't hit it anything. Goes out of bounds. And it'll go back towards... Battle Creek. Prince has got to kind of use her legs right there when she kind of comes settled and pulls up for that jumper. But again, I mean, these are great ball players, but they're still, we have to remember that they're still very young, still developing and learning the game. When she's a sophomore, junior, senior in high school, she makes that shot eight out of ten times. Absolutely. This one is lost out of bounds. And it goes off of Autumn Crunk for Santa Fe and will stay with Battle Creek. Bratton to inbound. Sets up the play. Looking for someone to get it to. Finally gets it to Wooldridge, who puts it up, and it rolls off the front of the rim. No good. Rebounded by Fitzgerald of Santa Fe, and she gets it tapped out of bounds by Sarah Brothers, but it stays with the Wildcats. Two fifty-five to go second quarter. Fitzgerald inbounds it to Prince. Two fifty-one to go, second quarter here as Battle Creek leads nineteen to eight over Santa Fe. Addison Prince makes it to the line. She'll get two shots here. Actually a one-on-one, -on -one and it's no good. A little short and rebounded by Sarah Brothers of Battle Creek. Working the other direction, Wooldridge goes up. That shot no good. And it's saved by Brothers out of bounds, and it's going to be another jump ball. 
Kalen Martin and Addison Prince fighting for that basketball, and in the possession arrow goes towards Battle Creek. They'll retain possession. Bratton to inbound for the Bears. Kalen Martin now working the offense for Battle Creek. Goes up with a shot. That one no good, and it's tapped out of bounds. Let's see by who? By Kendall Massey, and it'll stay with the Lady Bears. Now coming in for Battle Creek is number 23, Megan Parkinson. She'll call out number five, Sarah Brothers. Bratton to inbound under her own basket. And a five-second call is going to be made. A turnover. And it'll be Fitzgerald to inbound for Santa Fe. It's intercepted by Audrey Wooldridge, and now it's being tapped around. It's going to be another jump ball, this time going towards Santa Fe. And they'll get possession. Abigail McClacken now checking in for Battle Creek. She'll get out Megan Parkinson. A quick stint for her. Just went in for about 20 or 30 seconds. Inbound to Kendall Mazzi, who brings it up the left side of the floor, and she'll get fouled. Looks like by number 24, Audrey Wooldridge. And Santa Fe in the bonus. She'll go to the line for a one-and-one. Let's see if Santa Fe can kind of create some momentum with these free throws. Kendall Mash, a very, very good free throw shooter. See if she can knock these down. First one up and drops. 19 to 9, your score, and she'll get another shot at one. Two sixteen to go in the first half. Here's a second shot from Kendall Massey. That one hits. Nothing but nylon. Chloe Burton to inbound for the Lady Bears. Gets it out to Sydney Braddon, who works it across the stripe. This one is tipped around and goes off of a Santa Fe player and will stay with Battle Creek. A great job from McClacken there as to save it out of bounds, and it goes right off of the knee of a Santa Fe player and goes back out of bounds. Sarah Brothers and Megan Parkinson enter the game for Battle Creek. They get out Wooldridge and McClacken. Chloe Burton to inbound, gets it to Sarah Sydney Burton. Sydney Burton with a deep corner three. That one no good, and it'll go off the hand of Megan Parkinson and go back the other direction. Parkinson now gets called out once again. An interesting sub-strategy. They're just going in for about 10 seconds at a time. McClacken back into the ballgame. Prince just trying to keep him from before. getting those, those little ticky-tack fouls right before half. Prince puts up a shot, no good, and it's saved by Saley Marshall, who brings it back out to Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald goes to the top of the key to Massey, who will reset. A deep three from Massey. Mm. That one no good. Just a little bit off the mark. And it's picked up by Sarah Brothers. And she's fully capable Creek. of making that three-pointer, too. Fully capable of making Absolutely that shot. she is. We saw it, yeah, we saw it on Thursday night. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. Shot from Sarah Brothers on the other side, no good. Rebound, Chloe Burton puts it back up twice, gets her own rebound twice, finally gets fouled, and she'll go to the line for two. And again, going back to those second-chance shots, I mean, Chloe Burton got her own rebound two or three times uh, before the foul was called. That she did? Yeah. Burton's first shot 
Off the right side of the rim, no good. Nineteen to ten, your score. A minute twenty-two to go in this half. Second shot for Burton. This one banks in and good. Lead back up to ten for Battle Creek. Twenty to ten. Prince now working back the other direction. Against the press, works to the left side of the basket, goes up, gets fouled, and she'll go to the line for two. That's and, what and, Santa Fe does best. And it, it looks like they're trying to find their rhythm right there on that. They know that they're trying to get baskets by drawing fouls and get to the free throw line. So they're playing very smart so they can at least keep the game as close as possible going into the halftime. Absolutely. So pretty smart strategy because they're not able to get the shots off that they want, so they're going to try to drive and get the foul. First shot from Prince. That one drops. 20-11, your score is Megan Parkinson. Checks back in for Abigail McClacken. Second shot for Addison Prince. That one off the back of the rim, but it goes right back to her. She gets her own rebound, and it'll be a jump ball as she fights for the ball with Megan Parkinson, and it'll go back towards Battle Creek. Sydney Bratton going to work things up the floor for the Bears. Bratton works around the left-hand side. Goes back on the inside to Sarah Brothers, and then back out to Kaylin Martin. Kaylin Martin, as we took under a minute to go, Chloe Burden with an errant shot gets fouled, and she'll go to the line for two. Foul goes against Addison Prince. Fifty-four point six seconds to go here in the half. First shot from Chloe Burton. Nothing but net drops and good. McLacken comes back into the ball game for Parkinson. Second shot for Burton. Uh, too strong. Gets her own rebound and it's tipped around and finally controlled by Crunk for Santa Fe. Gets it off to Prince, and Prince will get fouled working against the press at around the midpoint stripe. Santa Fe in the double bonus. Prince will go to the line for two. Foul goes on Sarah Brothers of Battle Creek. First shot from Prince. Rolls around and finally drops. It took it a second. Lead cut to nine for Battle Creek. Twenty-one twelve. Your score. Here's the second shot from Addison Prince and whistle blown. Lane violation. It looks like, and it'll go against Santa Fe and go back to Battle Creek. 21-12 stays the score. 45 seconds and counting to go. As Sydney Bratton brings it back up the court. Bratton with a wild pass, trying to go down low to Parkinson, but just out of a reach, goes out of bounds and back to Santa Fe. Fitzgerald gets it into Prince. Prince working down the floor, goes to the right side. Turns around, gets double teamed, and finally stripped by Sidney Bratton going back the other direction. 
Bratton going down the lane, the left side, and she gets called for a travel as she loses the ball and regains possession. And it'll go back the other way. 21 seconds to go in the half. Prince working against the press one time, one more time, breaks it this time. Working towards the middle of the floor. That was a two-point shot, no good. And thought she might have drawn the foul right there. Thought she might have drew the foul. Burton with a shot on the other end. That one no good, and it goes out of bounds with 4.9 seconds to go. Sarah Brothers re-enters the game. She'll get Parkinson out. And Fitzgerald will inbound with about five seconds to go. Kendall Massey working down the floor. Three seconds to go. Crump with the ball. She'll put up a three. Too strong. Goes over the rim, and that one's no good. So at halftime, your score is Battle Creek 21 and Santa Fe 12. We'll be back in just a moment to talk about what we just saw. Stick with us. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. And welcome back into Battle Creek Middle School, the site of the Murray County Final Four Championships here today on 101.7 WKOM. I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Chris Pointer. And we've got a pretty good game between Santa Fe and Battle Creek going on right now. The ladies' side in the first matchup of the day, 21 to 12, your halftime score. But, Mr. Pointer, we've got some really special guests on with us right now. Why don't you go ahead and introduce them? Yes, sir. we got Mr. Rick Ellis head coach for Spring Hill Middle School Generals and we got also got coach Andre Bullock who is the head boys basketball coach for Whitthorn Middle School Tigers welcome to the show fellas thank you thank you so so coaches we another huge anticipated matchup going into the championship both teams have had some pretty good battles here lately uh, and we expect nothing less but great basketball but for our listening viewers I'm gonna start with you coach Ellis and then go to coach Bullock Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your coaching background and uh, how long you've been at Spring Hill Middle School. Well, this is my first year at Spring Hill. Um, moved here from Washington State about a year ago. Uh, got about 15 years of coaching basketball, mostly in the middle school, a little bit at the high school level. Been a high school football coach, assistant for 20 years over there. Um, I just enjoy coaching you know, any sport. I'm the high school softball coach here at St. Cecilia Academy up in Nashville also. So um, we're just happy to be here, uh, a chance to play against a great team for the fourth time. For the fourth time. Coach Bullock, tell, tell our listening viewers, for those who may not know you, 
uh, a little bit about yourself. Um, Coach Bullock, I'm <clears throat> born and raised here, Columbia, Tennessee. Uh, been at Withorn for about 17 years. Before that, I was at Central High School where I coached both football and basketball. Been the basketball coach and uh, head basketball coach at Withorn for about the last seven, eight years. Good stuff. Coaches, we are, again, for the fourth time, as Coach Ellis says, y'all will face off again here at 1.30 for the Middle School Boys Championship. And, and I got a crazy question to ask both of you. Coach Ellis, what impresses you most about Withorn Middle School? Well, their size, number one. Um, you know, we play some pretty good basketball back in Washington State. Um, but I've learned really quickly that it's a little different here in middle school. They're, they got a lot of size. Uh, they're well coached, obviously. And uh, we're just so happy to be in this game with another chance to, to go at them. Coach Bullock, asking you the same question, what most impresses you about Spring Hill Middle School? Uh, just the fact, like you said, we have played them. This will be our fourth time this year <laughs> playing them, and they have improved each game that we played them. That's why it's such a scary matchup having to play a team <laughs> four teams. And uh, uh, I like they, they guard Lex. Lex Baskin, uh, yeah. Lex is uh, he's one of the best players in Mary County. Yeah, and, and Lex is a phenomenal player in, in what they do. And, and, you know, middle school is a challenge. As coaches, what is, what, what is probably one of your greatest challenges that you face trying to coach middle school basketball? Uh, it's just the youth, the guys at this. You know, like you said, we've both been coaching for a long time, and the kids are different than they were when I first started coaching. So you just have to come up with other ways to try to approach them to keep them motivated. So what, what, do you, what, what makes it so different, this generation of kids versus your, your first generation of kids coaching? Me? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Either one can answer yeah. the question. Coach Ellis, Coach Bullock. <laughs> He's been here longer than I have. Well, for me, it's just the difference. The guys, are, it's harder to keep them focused. And the guys that we used to have, you know, they play basketball. Like to, These days, kids don't get out you know and play as much you know and these guys that we used to coach played all the time so they fundamentals and their techniques was a lot better and that's the that's the hurdle that we have to face now so basically you're talking about a lot more development with these players and kind of that lack of development coming to you and probably a strainer and stress wouldn't would you say so coach ellis oh yeah you know I, as, mm. as i come here obviously a first year coach in this area um for me, it's, it's trying to get the kids to buy into a new program, a new system, um, believing in new things. I got a few, few players, obviously, that play basketball. So they're getting a lot of information from a lot of different coaches. And then I'm asking them to do something totally different. So, you know, that, that's been a challenge on that end. Um, but I can't say enough about my kids, uh, where we're at right now. And uh, I think they bought in, and, and hopefully it shows up tonight. Good stuff. Uh, so what do you think? Uh, you, you know, I actually had a, I had a question for both of you guys. You know, I actually played for Coach Bullock and uh, uh, my eighth grade season playing on this basketball team and had a lot of fun. Played for Coach Bullock in football all, all my time at Whitthorn and 
love Coach Bullock to death. And uh, I just want to know for both you guys, I know that the talent on both these teams is far better than what we had on our team and what we saw uh, against our opponents. I just want to know for both you guys, where does the talent and the size and athleticism rank for you guys on both these teams compared to past, past teams? Well, for either me, one, either one, either I'll one. go first. For me, this is probably, you know, my top three obviously are talented. I don't think I've had a, a more talented um, middle school team that I've coached. I've coached uh, some very good individual players back in Washington. Uh, but yeah, as everybody knows in this gym, Lex Baxson is a, is a pretty special ball player, and I don't have to coach a whole lot. Uh, he's just electric on the floor. Um, and it's all going to be about his supporting cast tonight. Coach Bullock? For me, <clears throat> my guys, what I'm seeing is they have developed. I, I had a, a lot of them, these guys as eighth graders. I had them in the fifth grade. I started them out playing AAU, the Tennessee uh, Stars, and bought them up uh, each year. So they got extra games during the summer. And uh, then the last year, a lot of them played uh, AAU. But they have grown from the fifth grade. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, you can <laughs> see grown, that definitely. They've grown from the fifth grade. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Well, well, Coach Bullock, Coach Ellis, we appreciate having you guys on the show. Uh, good luck to both of you all. I know you'll have your teams prepared. I know they'll be ready. I know it'll be a fiery contest from beginning to end, and we're excited to call this game. Uh, thank you for representing Murray County Public Schools the way that you have represented Murray County Public Schools. And selfishly, phenomenal job for us to be able to use the tip of the spear of athletics to see two great teams go at it today. So good luck to both of you coaches, and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you very much. All thank right, you. thank you guys both. We got about a minute to go until the second half between Battle Creek and Santa Fe. We'll take one quick timeout and rejoin you in just one moment. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. And welcome back in to Battle Creek Middle School, where the second half is about to be underway between Battle Creek, the Lady Bears, and the Lady Wildcats of Santa Fe here in the Murray County Championship Final Four. And it's going to be Santa Fe to inbound first. They'll have possession to start things off in the second half. 21 to 12, your score. Battle Creek on top as Kendall Massey inbounds it in the backcourt to Addison Prince. And here we go. Prince is going to work it around the right side to Massey. Massey trying to find a lane to go to. It's a half of a screen from Crunk, and Massey puts up a three ball. She almost gets had a fouled. Four point play. And almost, like you heard, had a four point play. And that would have been huge for them right there. It would have put them at 15 and one more. 
you know, that would have put them at 16. 21 16, that'd have been big. That'd have been a huge swing for them right there. Let's see if she knocks down these free throws. First one hits. And Prince is the one you want at the free throw line, and it's good. She, she's going to get three shots here, two more. Here's her second shot. That one hits. Two on the money, 21-14. And her third shot. That one is up and rolls off. No good. Goes out of bounds off of Fitzgerald. Oh, wow. Caught oh, off of Wooldridge. Wooldridge. So two quick free throws there for Battle Creek, and they'll retain possession. It'll be Massey to inbound for the Lady Wildcats. Gets it out to Prince, being worked on by Bratton on the left-hand side. Thinks about getting a screen, decides against it, and she'll work back towards the middle of the floor, passes it off to the right to Massey, who's going to take a deep three-pointer, and that one hits. It is. 21-17, make quick. So a really quick turn of events here to start things off in the second half as Santa Fe cuts it down to a four-point lead and a turnover for Battle Creek, and it's going to be a jump ball here, and it's going to go back to Battle Creek. Battle Creek really good at forcing that jump ball, and it seems like every time they do, they're getting possession. It's working for them. There's the inbound, trying to get it to Chloe Burton, but it's taken away by Crunk. She gets it slapped away, and Megan Parkinson will take it. And Bratton with a oh, shot, wow. two-point oh, wow. shot, kind of just throws it up there and scores. Ball kind of loosely kind of gets away. and Prince working against the press again, and it's slapped away by Bratton, but recontrolled by Massey of Santa Fe. I got a feeling that Kendall Massey's going to wake up this, this half. It looked like it. That, that the 1-3 might have, might have calmed her nerves a little bit. Here's a shot from uh. Fitzgerald, hits the top of the backboard, and goes back to Chloe Burton, who gives it off to Bratton, who will now work it up the floor. She goes down low to Woldridge, and it's going to fight for the ball here. And she gives it off to Bratton, who rolled around a little bit. Bratton with a three ball. That one no good. Rebound Parkinson. Deep three, Chloe Burton. No good. Rebound Bratton. She goes back up. That one no good. Gets her own rebound again and goes up and scores. And again, it goes back to second-chance shots are killing Santa Fe right there. That was four chances. It's the size. Yeah, sheer size, yeah. But they got to box out, and that's one thing that Santa Fe's not doing really well. Saw a lot of those kids just really kind of standing around and watching the game and not boxing out. They got to do a better job. 25-17, and another jump ball is going to be called. This time, possession going to Santa Fe. And Kendall Massey will inbound under her own basket. Gets it out to Addison Prince on the right-hand side. Now working back towards the middle is Prince. Goes over to Crunk. Crunk faked the other direction, and the pass was not there. Goes out of bounds, and another turnover for the Lady Wildcats. Lead back up to eight for the Lady Bears. 3.44 to go third quarter. Bratton now working towards the middle of the floor. Goes down low to Parkinson. Parkinson with a shot, no good. Bratton gets the rebound. Or actually, no, Burton gets the rebound. Goes back up, no good, and it's rebounded by Santa Fe's Prince. Prince working up the floor. Kendall Massey now with the ball on the left-hand side. Gets a rebound or a, a screen from Marshall. Oh, I thought she knocked the bottom uh, out of that one, too. I did, too. It was on the money, just a little bit short. Crunk gets the rebound on the three ball. Misses her putback. Almost gets the rebound again, but loses control of it. Now it's Parkinson going the other direction. She puts the pass up. 
And it's fouled and by Shaden Marshall. And what you could have easily done right there is take two dribbles, lay it off the glass. I can hear Drake Colley right now. The glass <laughs> is your friend. Yes. Yes, it is. Had nobody on her. So it's Megan Parkinson at the line for two shots. The first one goes off the side of the rim, no good. And with 3.06 to go in the third quarter, the score remains 25-17 Battle Creek. Second shot, no good. And it's going to be rebounded by Chloe Burton. She goes back up and gets fouled. And just like that, Burton will go back to the line for two more shots. Foul's going to go against Fitzgerald. Harper Fitzgerald of Santa Fe. And Chloe Burden with two shots here. Here's the first one. That one hits. Lead extended to nine points. Second shot for Burton. Hits again. Burton is really good from the line. And... Hits both free throws, extending the lead back up to 10. Prince is robbed of the basketball by Burton. She, and, and Bratton goes up for the layup and gets pushed in the back by Fitzgerald. And an intentional foul is called. And Fitzgerald is going to get taken out of, or not, maybe not taken out of the game, but she does get an intentional foul. And the free throws will be uncontested here for Bratton. 2.57 to go third quarter. Bratton's first free throw is no good. Second free throw from Bratton, too short. And the score remains 27-17, but Battle Creek will retain possession after the intentional foul. Bratton inbounds down low to Wardridge and a scramble for the ball. Parkinson ends up with it. And another scramble for the ball, and it's finally taken out by Kendall Massey going the other direction. The defense catches up to her, and she resets the offense, goes all the way over the other side of the floor to Crunk. Crunk back to Massey at the top of the key. Massey over to the right side to Prince. It gets blocked, but ends up in the hands of Crunk, and now a jump ball fighting for the ball with Parkinson, and it'll go back towards Battle Creek. 2.33 to go third quarter. Bratton with the ball, works it at the top of the key to Parkinson, but it's intercepted. Now they're going down the floor to Massey, and it gets swatted out of bounds, but a foul is called on Parkinson. You know, and every time Kendall gets a shot off or somebody's on her, everybody's holding their breath. I know, yeah, you can tell in the room. There's a goodness, big gasp. Goodness gracious. It seems like she's still taking the most of these big hits and big fouls. Yeah, you can kind of tell, too, when on defense in some high-traffic areas, you know, she's not as aggressive as she normally was. Her first free throw is no good. Score still 27-17. Here's the shot from Massey. The second one hits. A lot of basketball left. Yes, there is. 
2.17 to go third quarter as Bratton works it back up into the front court. It's intercepted by Massey. She's trying to go to Parkinson down low. Massey working with the ball, goes over to Prince on the right side. Prince gets a screen from Marshall, goes back to Massey. Massey working around the left side. It goes off the foot of Wooldridge and will stay with the Wildcats. Battle Creek playing a 3-2 defense, um, trying to stop the guards and trying to, you know, create some sort of, you know, half-court trap. And a timeout's going to be called by Battle Creek here with just about a minute to go in the third quarter. We'll take a quick timeout and rejoin you right after this. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Welcome back into Battle Creek Middle School, where Battle Creek holds a 27 to 18 lead over the Santa Fe Lady Wildcats. It's inbounded to Autumn Crunk, and Autumn Crunk with a bad pass out of bounds, trying to go to Kendall Massey and a turnover. We are joined right now here at 145. Some people will call the legend the GOAT. She always says from the greatest middle school in the world. Miss Shonda Sparrow-Lang, welcome to the show, Miss Shonda Sparrow-Lang. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? reason I grabbed you and pulled you on the show. I see. Definitely want some of your views and your opinions, having coached girls basketball, having played girls basketball at a high level, having won a state championship and understanding the game, had a son that played at an extremely high level, and that was great. Would love your inside and take on this girls basketball game. I know you just got here. Uh, but I know you've seen both of these teams play. Give me some of your thoughts. Um, well, I see right now, I think that's that's Battle Creek, correct, leading? Yeah, Battle Creek's winning 28, Santa uh, Fe's 18. What I see out of both of these teams that I, I have noticed as they play, um, you know now that it's just you don't see the high-intensity girls play like you used to at, you know, several years back. But these two teams right here, uh, skill development and shooting – I like it. This is what we're missing in the game of basketball today when it comes to our, our female basketball uh, league. And, and so, and I, and I can agree with you. Both teams are very well coached. I mean, you almost, in a lot of ways, you sit and argue. You say you kind of got a David and Goliath type situation. But, you know, here, you know, even with this David and Goliath kind of matchup, you still see Santa Fe still hanging around. Mm -hmm. They've been kind of plagued by turnovers. Uh, their best player is, is, was injured on Thursday, still trying to play, playing a little timid and kind of really kind of off of her game. But all in all, a really, really good game. Battle Creek has not been able to kind of just take over the game and just get out of get out of control. Santa Fe's been able to kind of linger around there. And I, I think that uh, that goes towards their defense because they're getting after the ball. Um, you see the quick guards. 
they are they are moving. Yeah. Uh, and and this press uh, that they're about to do too. Uh, just moving their feet, hands up, aware of where the ball is, and rebounding. And definitely good at rebounding. About 30 seconds to go here in the third quarter. 31 to 18, your score right now. Battle Creek on top. And they're still working against the press, and Massey turns it over to Megan Parkinson, working it back the other direction, gives it off to Bratton. Bratton down low, puts it back up to Brothers. Brothers goes up and scores. 33 to 18. As we are ticking under 10 seconds to go in the third quarter, Massey working now backs to Prince. Prince to Massey in the backcourt, works it over the midpoint stripe, going toward the left-hand side. Crunk with a three ball. That one almost hits, no good. And time expires here in the third quarter. 33-18 to 18 your score. As we move to the fourth, we'll take a quick timeout and rejoin you for fourth quarter action right after this. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. Welcome back in to Battle Creek Middle School. Well, we've got a really exciting matchup for you here today in our first game of the day. Murray County Conference Championships here at Battle Creek Middle School in Spring Hill, Tennessee. And we are entering the fourth quarter here as Battle Creek holds a 33-18 lead over the Lady Wildcats. Man, with this, with this music playing in the background while we're talking, man, I feel like I'm watching these kids play on TV, man. Hey, man, it's the final four. We got we to gotta add some March Madness music in there. And it's, it's right around the corner, too. It's right know? around the corner. It will be here before you know it. Yeah, I'm glad I left this uh, Kentucky and Tennessee game and joined this game, right? <laughs> man, I need, I need an update. I, I, I just saw that Kentucky's actually playing some ball finally this, this they today, are. They which are. I don't like. Shot from Addison Prince from deep is no good. And a long pass from Wooldridge way too far out for Parkinson. Tried to go the length of the floor, but ended up going the full length of the floor. And out of bounds. Turns it back over to Santa Fe. 5.41 to go fourth quarter. Inbounds out to Prince. Addison Prince working on Bratton. Gets a screen from Saley Marshall. Goes over to the right side to Kendall Massey. Massey now working back to the left side. Gets it off to Prince. Prince drives the lane, puts up a shot. No good. It's short and rebounded by Wooldridge of Battle Creek. Wooldridge passes out to Sarah Brothers. She gets it over the midpoint strike. Goes down low to Chloe Burton. Chloe with a bank shot. No good. And a jump ball is going to be called. That's interesting. Yes, an interesting jump ball call right there. <laughs> I don't think Chloe ever got a hand on it. I was expecting a foul right there on Burton. But it will stay with Battle Creek. Burton Bratton to inbound for the Lady Bears and Parkinson puts up a shot no good gets the rebound as Burton she puts it up and another jump ball call. Miss Sparrow Lane haven't been around the game as long as you have been around the game what is one thing that you would you would tell to these young athletes that they need to do to kind of really optimize their game? Well I think now 
in so many sports at this level, and, and kids are just interested, and we're trying to see where they're at. But, you know, um, that, that summertime and, and what you do in the off season is so important. Um, so, you know, I encourage our girls to make sure they, they participate in all type of sports just to keep that, that physicality and, and running and in the weight room. You know, we don't see that a lot, but if you if you want to get better and, and play at a level, you know, a lot of people think middle school is just I want to play and then that's it. Uh, but, you know, we, we're competitive at the middle school as well, so I think that's what a lot of people are missing. So, you know, just in that weight room, running, the physicality, you, it has to be there if you want to play in these type of games. Absolutely. A 4.37 to go, fourth quarter. Score remains at 33-18. to 18. Chloe Burton... Uh, gets fouled there on the shot. She'll go to the line for two. I don't think Burton or Bratton has been out of the game one time today. Yeah, I think, they've been, in, I think they've been in here the whole time. Burton hits her first free throw. And honestly, I think Battle Creek is probably a little nervous to pull either one of them out of the game. Why would Both you? of them have been an X-factor, difference maker. You're in the championship. You've got to play all are, the minutes. Yeah. I don't think either of them are in foul trouble either. No, they've done a really good job staying out of foul trouble, playing the game that they waited and needed to play it. Because I think the, tail, the, the scales would have tipped very quickly if either one of them would have been out of the game. Absolutely, especially with uh, two players that have the aggressive styles that they do. Here's Burton with her second shot, and it hits, but it's waved off as she steps over the line. Score remains 34-18, to 18, and it'll be Santa Fe basketball. Prince to inbound. She will get it into Massey, who's working against the press, goes up the left-hand side of the floor and loses it out of bounds. She got, a, she got away with a little uh, push right there. Push. Battle Creek did. You see the same thing I saw right there? We're a little bit more ample, we're a little bit more elevated, so we might be able to see a little better than these officials out here today. <laughs> Santa Fe retains possession. They get it into Massey. In the front court, goes over to Prince on the right-hand side. Prince now working back towards the middle. And she gives it back off to Massey. Gets a screen from Marshall. Back to Prince on the right side. And Prince goes up for a shot. Gets blocked and gets fouled by Parkinson. She'll go to the line for two. They've had to definitely start utilizing those screens and driving to the basket with a little bit more intensity. Yeah. And, and 418 to go is, is not a lot of time, but it's a lot of time. And if Santa Fe can, can do what they need to do and string some points up together really quickly, they can kind of put a little pressure on Battle Creek and maybe hopes of being in a shot right there, you know, the last seconds of the game. One big run from Santa Fe, and they'd be right back in this. Yeah. Those free throws are crucial. Got to make them. Got to make it. Got to make it free throws. Santa yeah. Fe takes a timeout <laughs> with 4.18 to go. They're down 34-18 to 18 to Battle Creek. We'll take a quick timeout and rejoin you right after this. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art, fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.
Welcome back in to Battle Creek Middle School, the site of the Murray County Conference Championships here in Spring Hill, Tennessee. I'm Lewis Maddox, joined alongside Chris Pointer. Here calling the first game of our doubleheader here today. Santa Fe and Battle Creek, 34-18 is your score. 4-18 to go here in the fourth quarter. Battle Creek on top. Addison Prince at the line for two shots. First one. Actually, that was the, second, the second shot. One, yeah. That one hit. 34-19. Sydney Bratton now works the ball back up into the front court. She drives right down the lane, and the layup is no good. She does not save it, and it goes back to Santa Fe. Miss Sparrow Lane, talk about the importance of athletics and, and the role it plays in education. Being the principal of Spring Hill Middle School, why, why is athletics so important, or is it important at all? I think it's super important. It gives these kids an, an extra outlet. You know, I tell kids all the time, a lot of time kids come to school, you know, academics is super important and it's all about learning. But just that extra outlet, uh, the competitiveness in athletics uh, helps students to also be competitive in the classroom as well. So um, I would have to say athletics, academics, and arts, all three go hand in hand. And, and do games like this with this countywide tournament, do you think is it helps put Murray County Public Schools on a great stage or, or allows people to see the greater things that we do in our schools every day? You and I have had these conversations before, so I think with Murray County, I think a lot of people are missing a mark with all the athleticism in this county that we're missing. Uh, and if we can start catching them at an early age like we're doing now, uh, not only in middle school but trickling down to elementary with our cross country, um, I think that, you know, our athletic program and with you leading the helm, it, it has created, it would, it would definitely put us on the map. And it's already putting us on the map, put it that way. You know, just talking about two kids, I think, at the high school football level getting recruited, trying to get recruited by Tennessee. I mean, right, it, it right. would definitely put us on the map. Uh, we have some awesome coaching here. We, we just have to continue that momentum. Have to get, and then with games like this, you know, I talked about it with you coming in and looking at the crowd and, and the support from our county. It's just, it's phenomenal. It's so exciting. Yeah, and what, what you know, all these people aren't from Murray County. You probably got people from Williamson County, Marshall County, maybe across the state line, and now in our Murray County Public School seeing what, what else we have to offer with the backdrop of athletics. Absolutely. I just talked to a couple coming in who was from Michigan, I think, coming to see their granddaughter. And uh, so they, they were super excited coming down and, and watching her. The power of sports. Absolutely. You know, you've also got Savia Morgan sitting over there in the front row who's being heavily recruited for softball as well from Columbia Central. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, right in our backyard, all these athletes here in Murray County. It's very exciting to see what it's doing now, what the future holds. 3.05 to go, fourth quarter in this one. And the lead has been cut down to 14 for Battle Creek as Addison Prince is about to shoot her second shot, hit the first one. Here's the second, and that one... She stepped over the line. It wasn't good anyway, but it'll be a turnover. And, and it's one of those Martin things, too. You know, it's just break. one of those things, too. They're just young, and they just kind of make mistakes. Yeah. And then she got right back in it after stepping over the line, getting a big steal and a big bucket right there. That was huge. And kudos to her coach at that moment in time, too, for really, really prepping her up. She wanted to get down for crossing the line. Picked her up. She gets a steal and makes the basket. And Absolutely. Battle Creek forces, uh, forces Battle Creek to take a 30-second timeout here. We'll keep it right here, though. Art and hustle. And uh, this, this, this lead's been cut down to 12 fairly quickly. It was around 20 there for a second. And uh, Santa Fe now making an effort to get back into this one. 
34-22 your score. About three and a half to go here in this fourth quarter. Santa Fe can keep on the same track that they're on right now. They might have a shot in the last couple of seconds in this game to get real close. It'll be Battle Creek basketball. Kaylin Martin inbounding fourth Lady Bears. She gets it to Sydney Bratton, who's right on the line, almost steps out but doesn't, saves it. Bratton now working against the press herself, trying to get it over the midcourt stripe. She works it to the right side of the floor, gets it down low to Chloe Burton, who puts it up no good. It's battled for, and Kendall Massey ends up with it and gets fouled by Abigail McClacken. And again, everybody in the crowd is holding their breath. Yes. Every time she grabs the ball, my goodness. Goes to the floor there. She may, like she, not be, she may not be tall, but she's she's six foot. <laughs> you know, she plays like she's six foot five, especially in during what she did on Thursday night with that huge uh, gash across her head and having to get eight stitches and then coming back into play today. Is it eight stitches? <laughs> yeah. Eight. My goodness. She's a scrappy one. Addison Prince working it towards the middle of the floor. Puts a shot. That one's good. That's a great shot right there. Great lead. Move, great shot. Lead cut to 10 as we tick under two and a half to go in this game. And now Audrey Wooldridge with a breakaway missed layup. Brat, or Burton puts it back up. That one no good. It's battle for McLacken's going to end up with it for Battle Creek. And just some chaos going on right now. Tries to get it in to Kaylin Martin. Now back out to Burton. Burton puts up a shot no good. She's fouled hard and will go to the line for two. Well, I was hoping that their coach told him that, hey, you're in the lead. Let's pull it out. Yeah, slow the we game down. Yeah. <laughs> slow it down. And especially in middle school ball, I mean, you keep it out here on these top corners up here at half court, move the ball around, it's going to make it extremely difficult for Santa Fe to make a run. But again, if they keep giving Santa Fe chances, Santa Fe's going to keep knocking on that door, and uh, they might not, they might not want to know what's behind it. If they keep knocking, they wind up opening that door and get a shot at it. Absolutely. 2.10 to go here in the fourth quarter. You know, to hold it like that out at the top of the court, you got to have some, some good ball handlers. So. Yeah, and Bratton has proven herself to be a pretty decent ball handler, yep. especially coming out of that press a few minutes ago, being able to handle that rock going around the back, through the legs, et cetera. Burton's second free throw no good. Lead stays at 10, but she gets her own rebound. And they're going to look to hold it here, but maybe not. They get it out to Bratton. Bratton fakes a three, but she walks trying again, to do so. And again, second chance shots that Santa Fe has given Battle Creek. I mean, if we go back and look at that, at more than anything else is going to be the difference in the game are these second chance, really second, third, and fourth chance shots that Santa Fe continues to give Battle Creek. They've had them all day long. Crunk puts up a shot for Santa Fe, and it's no good. Rebounded by Bratton. Bratton now working against Prince in the backcourt. Almost loses the dribble. Picks it back up. Breaks wow. the midcourt strike. Goes all the way down the floor. Right-handed lane goes in. That's a big up. shot. Big shot. And nobody from Santa Fe wanted to step up right there and take a charge. Obviously, they're still young. That was really impressive. They're trying to learn that part of the game. Kendall Massey now controlling for Santa Fe. Lead back up to 12. Prince with a long three. That one no good. Rebound Wooldridge. And she'll take it back the other direction. 118 to go. Parkinson with the shot. Goes up. No good. Too strong on the left-handed layup. And it's rebounded by Santa Fe. Kendall Massey now with the ball controlling in the backcourt. Massey stripped by Brothers. Picks her dribble back up. Better get across the court. 
Gets it across to Prince, who's fouled by Parkinson as we tick under a minute to go here in the fourth quarter. Foul's going to go against Megan Parkinson, who's going to be taken out of the game with under a minute to go by Abigail McClacken. I think that's her fifth foul, I think. Yeah, there it is on the board up there. And a full timeout's going to be taken by Santa Fe here with one minute to go in the ball game. They trail by 12. Take another quick timeout and rejoin you right after this. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Welcome back in to Battle Creek Middle School, the site of the Murray County Conference Championships. Battle Creek with a 12-point lead on Santa Fe with 59.8 to go here in the ballgame. It'll be Santa Fe basketball. Kendall Massey inbounds to Addison Prince. Prince driving the left-hand side, puts up a shot, doesn't hit anything, goes out of bounds off of Battle Creek and will stay with Santa Fe. Rebounds, rebounds, blocking out rebounds. They are. That's been a huge story today for, for Battle Creek is the sheer size advantage. Here's a shot from Harper Fitzgerald. That one hits. Lead cut back down to 10. 45 seconds to go. Bratton working on Prince in the backcourt. Runs into McGlacken, her own teammate. Now goes down the right-hand side of the floor and breaks the midcourt stripe, and she's finally fouled by Prince of Santa Fe. 35 seconds to go, and Bratton will go to the line for a one-and-one. One. A comeback attempt from Santa Fe. Looks like it will be... Not fruitful. First shot of the one and one hits for Bratton, and she'll get another one. Very good player. Free throws not her strong suit, though. Does hit that one. Second shot hits. 38 26, 35 seconds to go. Prince works it into the front court, working around Burton on the right side. She steps on the line, and it'll be a turnover back to Battle Creek. Bratton to inbound for the Bears. Goes right off of Prince. Tries to hit it off of Prince and go out of bounds. But Prince catches the ball, and the foul is going to go against Bratton. And it will be Prince at the line for a one-on-one. So that's Bratton's fifth foul on the day. She'll foul out of the ball game, and it will be Kaylin Martin coming in to replace her for the final half minute of this ball game. Battle Creek has been such a good team since the beginning of the season, and they just kept getting stronger. Just a force to reckon with. Absolutely. 
Shot no good, and it's rebounded by Chloe Burton of Battle Creek. She's controlling the ball down the floor on the right-hand side of the basket. Goes up, shot no good, but she's fouled and will go to the line for two. 18.4 seconds to go, 38-26, Battle Creek on top. And I believe Harper Fitzgerald just fouled out of the ball game. It'll be number 32, Maggie Stearns, entering the game for Santa Fe for the first time today. Burton's shot is good. 13-point lead now for the Lady Bears. Her second shot is nothing but nylon. No, it's good. 40 to 26, your score with 18.4 to go. Kendall Massey gets the inbound, goes up the left-hand side of the floor for Santa Fe, working on Bratton, kicks it out to Crunk. A three ball is good. 40-29, five seconds to go. Kaylin Martin pushing it up the floor to McGlacken. McGlacken going down low to Wardridge as time expires. Shot hits, but after the buzzer, and that'll do it. Great game, great game. Both girls, both teams played hard. Yeah. Battle Creek wins the Murray County Large and Small School Championship here at Battle Creek Middle School by a score of 40 to 29 over the Santa Fe Lady Wildcats. And there will be a trophy presentation, some T-shirts handed out, a great effort from Santa Fe. Uh, they beat Winthorne on Thursday night pretty handily. Kendall Massey going out of that game uh, with an injury. A great game overall. Started out really back and forth and then ended up uh, kind of a lopsided score from, from Battle Creek, but not really a, a really hard-fought game from both sides. A lot of mutual respect being shown between these girls and uh, a really good first game today for our doubleheader. 40-29, to 29, your final score. Battle Creek gets the win over Santa Fe. We'll take a quick timeout and rejoin you to get you ready for Whitthorn and Spring Hill coming up next right after this.